Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Ho, 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 and welcome back to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and favorite holiday personality. Coming at you for a new episode of the podcast. So, sorry for my cheesiness, but we're getting close to the holidays. And this is a time of year I'm obsessed with. I love being around family. I love how exciting it is in boutique land. And, you know, Santa's my buddy. But honestly, here's the thing we know there's a bunch of holidays, no matter what religion or faith you celebrate. This is a time when people are always giving gifts and they're hanging out and you know, this is an important time for you as a boutique owner to start really thinking about what this season looks like for you in terms of promotion, in terms of marketing. Okay. So this episode, I'm going to have jam packed with a lot of ideas for you. I want you to also know that I do have an entire series inside of our boutique elite Academy membership where we talk I talk all through this. It's a whole three-part series or like hour-long videos. I give you so many ideas. So this is going to be sort of a bite-sized overview of that. But if you're interested, head to boutiquemembership.com. And if the doors are open, join the membership. It's right inside there and you'll get tons of ideas and, and feel more confident. That's, that's the deal here is I hope that when I teach you these tips and tricks that, you know, you start to feel more confident about how to navigate things that are very retail oriented. You know, the holiday season is an extremely retail oriented holiday, which whether you will, you know, like it or not, that it's this materialistic kind of you know, space, it is what it is. So, you know, it's a time where you get to make money. It's a time in the past where, you know, this is when retailers would go into the black, right? That's why we have Black Friday. You don't know the history of that. Basically, it was considered a long time ago. I don't even know when this sort of went out of style, but essentially it was the time of the year when retailers went from the red, so being sort of a negative profit to actually being in the black. So being on the positive side of profitability because the sales were so high leading up to the holiday season. So hopefully that's not the situation you're in. I know I don't teach that way. You know, I want my clients to be in the black all year. This being in the red thing is crazy. So, you know, we got to take it with a grain of salt, but it is really you know, should be the biggest months of the year, September through December. If you're in a space in boutique land where, you know, that's where people are shopping, you know, for a couple of reasons, obviously we have the build with people buying gifts and people just being in, you know, more of like a shoppy kind of situation. But the other piece of it is your net revenue should be higher because you're selling more expensive items, right? It's hold out, we're selling jackets, we're selling sweaters, we're selling pants, long sleeves. You know, the sheer amount of fabric 
that goes into making fallen holiday items just immediately ups the price. Okay. So that's the other thing as we, as you start to move into this holiday season is just make sure your price points are running a little higher this time of year. You should be in the 40, 50, 60, $70 range for most boutiques. You know, there's people that fall out of that, but that's the sweet spot. I'd say for fall, you know, sweaters in the fifties and sixties jackets up there, you know, you really, if you're still in this 25, $30 range, guys, like you've got to add some things, especially in the winter that are those higher prices. It's just going to, it's going to bring your revenue up and people expect to pay more during this time of the year because they know that the quality and the, you know, weight of the material is just higher. So that's a little side note. So let's talk about the holidays. You know, what do you want to do? I want to really stress that there is no one right way to market and promote for your boutique. There just isn't, even at the holiday time. You know, people come to me all the time and say, what's right for me? I don't know. What's your inventory position? What's your price point at? Where are you located? Are you online? Are you brick and mortar? Are you, you know, what's your situation? These are things that you have to really take into consideration because it's just, just like assortment is not a cookie cutter, one size fits all. Neither is marketing and promotions. Even at the holidays when we're all kind of singing the same, you know, song and doing the same dance, still we've got a little bit faster dances and slower dances bad analogy, but you get what I'm saying is there's really no one right way to kind of give you this information, but I want to try to throw a a lot of things at you and and pick what you like, pick what, what feels good. And just know that if it doesn't work, you can always change it. You can always adjust midway. You know, the cool part about owning your business is you get to decide the rules and you get to say, Ooh, this isn't working. Let me change. (laughs) Okay. You don't have to stick with a plan forever. So First and foremost, Kay, easiest advice I could ever give you during this time of of the year is to create some gift guides, okay? People are obviously looking for gifts for other people, but when you create a gift guide, a lot of times they see something for themselves, okay? So great way to take advantage of putting together some products in your store in categories, in ways that people are more likely to shop. So at the holidays, a couple ways that people are shopping. One, they're shopping for people in their lives. So you could do a mother slash mother-in-law gift guide. You could do a sister gift guide. You could do a teenage daughter gift guide. You know, again, think about who your ideal customer is. Who are they buying for? Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Put a couple gift guides together for that. The other idea I love, and this is in my book, I'm pretty sure, is think about a gift guide by price. Okay. A lot of times, you know, in your family, that's like, oh, we don't spend more than $25 on cousins, or we don't spend more than $50 on siblings or something. Right. So a lot of times when people are coming shopping with you, they have that number in their mind and there's easy increments that we know everyone uses, you know, $25, $50 under a hundred dollars. You could do a 75, but eh, doesn't really matter. I think if someone's going to spend 75, they'll probably spend a hundred too, you know, so somewhere in that range. So the other thing is like, you know, I know that a lot of people for their assistants or their secretaries or people they work with, you know, they want to spend like 25 and under. So think about how you can put those gift guides together. And maybe, you know, maybe you don't have a lot of things under $25. Maybe you want to jump into some of your gifting vendors and say, can I add cosmetic cases? Can I add some 
you know, lip glosses? Can I add some hair tie sets? You know, and listen, don't go overboard in that stuff, but just double check yourself so you know you have some things that you can kind of put in that realm. You know, I would always have, I always had cosmetic cases. I always had you know, I'd say, oh, cosmetic case, like $18. A lip gloss was like, a mini one was like $8. And, you know, we stuffed the cosmetic case so it looks bigger and, you know, nicer and put the lip gloss in. And, you know, it's like a nice little gift of usable things that people would use. So think about that. You don't need cheap and cheesy. You need cheap and cheerful. Okay. That was always, someone always said that, that I worked for cheap and cheerful. You know, it's fun. It's, it's cheap meaning it doesn't cost a lot and it's cheerful. It's fun. It brightens someone's day. It makes them smile or it's something that's really usable. Okay. So this is also something you can think about as you're buying is like, where do things fit in my gift guides? The other gift guide you could always do too. And I did this a couple of times with my store was I did ones based on kind of the personality of my shoppers. So I had like the fashionista, I had the classic, you know, downtown girl. And then I had, you know, the Cape Cod lover or something. And, you know, each one sort of fit into, you know, Cape Cod lover, a little more nautical, a little more beachy, a little more relaxed, you know, my classic downtown girl was a little preppier, a little bit more of like a polo shirt, a blazer, you know, stud earrings, a headband. And then my fashionista girl was like a little more forward, you know, she would wear sequins, she'd wear big earrings, she'd wear, you know, things that were a little bit chunkier, things like that, right? So you want to think about who you're serving as well, because this could also just be different sides kind of of that ideal customer and of what you sell. So gift guides are so easy. You know, guys, the best way to do this is to to put it in an email or do a little graphic on Canva, pull the pictures in from your site, do a cool font, you know, make it look nice, put prices or put the descriptions and pop that on social media, send it out to your email list. You know, you got to If you're going to create these, make sure you're using them across all your platforms and you can use them a couple times during the season and replace the images as you get new things in. Okay. This doesn't have to be a one and done. This could be like, we have new arrivals for all of our gift guides. Boom, 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 boom. Right. So keep it easy for yourself and know that, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time to create these, but really good content and content that's usable across many marketing channels. Okay. I love gift guides. All right. A lot of people ask me, what's the deal? How do I prepare for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday? And oh, by the way, they added a new one a few years ago called Giving Tuesday. Because <laughs> you know, we all need more marketing at us. But for reals, number one, I want to tell you about this whole concept is you don't have to do all these days. Okay? Take a breath. You don't have to participate in all these days. I want you to think what is going to work best for my customer and how I sell. So for example, if you're online only, maybe you only do Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Maybe you only do Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. Maybe you only do Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. Okay. You get to decide. And I think that you have to figure out what's going to be the easiest for you. So I see a lot of boutiques. It's their first year out. They're like, I'm going to do all the days. Why? 
Like keep, keep it easy, friends. Okay. This doesn't have to overwhelm me. This doesn't have to be all this work. Because what I find is that if we can take very focused intention on one of these days or two of these days, we're gonna get a better bang for a buck rather than spreading the energy over four days or even three days. Okay. So decide which ones you want to participate in. I always say that Small Business Saturday seems to be great for brick and mortars. Black Friday, I think a lot of people honestly are out at big retailers. So I think smaller retailers sort of get sifted over. Now, this also depends if you are a brick and mortar or you're mobile. You know, if you are in an area where someone's hosting an event or it's in a big strip mall, you know, you again, this is a hundred percent like you can take my ideas, but you also have to decide what you want to do for yourself based on the knowledge you have in your area. Okay. What I have most often found in being in this industry and being, you know, around this for so long now, nine, 10 years, well, boutique land for nine, 10 years, small business Saturday seems to be the most popular thing that customers want to shop at, at local boutiques. Okay. So if I had, and I did have a brick and mortar store, my small business Saturday did really well. I found that people on Black Friday tended to stop in like really late in the day because they were like, oh, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Well, you know, we just went to Target and got the big things we wanted, you know, whatever. We just went to Best Buy because we needed a new TV, things like that. Okay. So I think small business Saturday is a great day to focus. Now, if you're online, I see Black Friday as a great way because people are lazy and they don't want to leave after they've had the day off. So Black Friday may be a great opportunity for you to do something if you're online. Mobile, I don't know. Mobile, I think, is a small business Saturday kind of place if you're still out in your mobile. You know, maybe you want to do an event with a bunch of other trucks, or maybe you want to go to a cafe or a small store and team up with them. You know, you might have to kind of plan your own thing as a mobile boutique. So just know that. Cyber Monday, 100% you should do if you're an online shop. 100% or uh, here we go, 90%. You don't have to do if you don't want to, (laughs) but it is a good idea. There's just more traffic online, but again, you know, are you competing with the other, you know, Amazons of the world? You know, maybe you want to do just small business Saturday and a little bit of something on cyber Monday. Again, it totally depends. You've got to look at your online traffic. Where do you naturally have a lot of traffic during the year? That might be the day you want to do it. Right. Now, Giving Tuesday is totally optional. It's usually a day where people try to run something where they end up giving a percentage back to a charity, okay? If you're going to do that, make sure you pick a charity that means a lot to you. Make sure you advertise it and know that you know it's important. Giving back is important. And giving back during a time when people need it is important. I mean, you should, you could do charity events all the time, you know, but I do think that it is a great opportunity for you to say, you know what, I'm going to take 5% of all of today's sales and donate it to XYZ. Okay. Now, what are you going to do during these days? (laughs) You're like, Emily, stop telling me what to, you know, stop telling me the days to do, start telling me what to do. Now, here's what you need to know is, is this is just like running any other sale. Okay. So a couple of things, if you have a lot of inventory in an item or in a style, or you have a bestseller, this could be a great way to do an item sale or a category sale. So I'll tell you what I used to do. I would always do like, I had two really great sellers. I had fleece line leggings 
and a wrap sweatshirt one year. And they sold really well for me during the year. So I did a buy more, save more on them. Okay. I stocked up, not crazy, but I stocked up and I said, the more you buy, the more you save. So my leggings, my fleece line leggings were $20 reg price for one. So I said, okay, if you buy one pair, it's $20. If you buy two pairs, it's $35. If you buy three pairs, it's, I think it was $50. Okay. So the more they bought, the more money they got off. And that was like, I mean, I sold a ton of leggings that day because people were like, oh, I'll get two blocks and a navy because I wear these all the time anyway great deal. You know, for my wrap sweatshirts, I think it was buy one. Maybe I did buy one for 40 because they were regularly 45. So I did buy one for four. Maybe I did that. I did a little bit less on the first one. (laughs) Maybe I didn't. Maybe one was 45 and then two instead of being 90 was like 80. That's what I did because I wanted people to buy more. So you can't give a discount on the first one. I'm talking myself out of this. You can't give a discount on the first one because then people will only buy one. They have to buy more. They have to save more when they buy more. Okay. So that's always a great way to do with an item or a bestseller or something that you know always sells really well in your store is stock up and give people a discount as they buy more. Okay. It just encourages people to spend a little bit more. They have a higher ticket. And instead of buying one, maybe they'll buy one for a friend or a family member as a gift, right? This also could be really easy for you to do like a category discount. So let's say on one of these days, you want to say, you know, 40% off all earrings or 50% off all handbags or 20% off all tops, you know, so easy to do. Category selling to me is a really good way to run a sale and not break the bank because you're not saying 20% off everything in the store. It's just one category. The other thing you could choose to do on any of these days, and I'm not saying anything... I don't want to tell you that any one thing is best on any day. Again, it, it's you need to pick what works for you on those days. I'm just throwing out ideas. Okay. The other thing you might consider doing is finding some items specifically on Fashion Go, specifically on one of your vendors that are either on sale or a lower price or, you know, are basics or you can get really cheap and you do some kind of like doorbuster situation where it's, you're selling things that are more basic or more, you know, and you've stocked up on those and you're selling them at a really low price. Now, I wouldn't necessarily suggest doing this unless you're a little bit of a bigger boutique because my goal for you during this time is to sell through a lot of things because here's the deal. This flows into my third kind of tip for you guys is you have to realize that when we get to Black Friday, Small Biz Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, so the key with these days being so perfectly placed is that actually as you move closer into December, you really want to be done buying anything that feels holiday or wintry because around December 15th is when the whole season sort of starts to die. That's when you should be starting about putting things on sale and selling through the last of things. You know, I tell people not to order really anything that feels holiday-ish. And I use that word specifically holiday-ish, winter-ish, stop ordering that stuff early in December. Okay. If you need to reorder some things that are selling really well, great, but new things, 
that feel that way because the bottom line is it gets bad really fast. (laughs) You know, when seasons change, seasons change. Now, when you do bring in spring or like resort is really like January timeframe, you know, that stuff can still be long sleeve if you're in somewhere cold. It can still be long sleeve. It can still be sweaters, but you want to make a visual shift with colors and textures and patterns around that late Christmas, like right after December 25th right around New Year's, right after New Year's, that's the time when you start to really transition into looking very different in a visual way. So for me, you know, ordering anything after... I I say the range is like December 5th to December 15th. That's when you really want to take a check with your inventory, see how heavy you are in the holiday, wintry stuff, dark colors, things like that. And start to sell it down, start to put it on sale if you need to, just start to really focus on getting through that stuff. Winter hats, gloves, mittens, headbands, you know, all that stuff that's like very, very wintry. By the time after Christmas rolls around, after New Year's, most people have that stuff. They've got their mittens, they've got their gloves. You know, January 15th, you should be a hundred percent done with super wintry things that feel heavy and feel like fall carryover, dark colors you know, tweeds, things like that. Once you're at, you know, early January, mid-January, mid-early February, and again, it's not exact, okay? Because it's going to depend on where you live and what your inventory looks like. I'm giving you about dates, okay? When you end up around that time, that is when you're really shifting into the pastels of spring, light colors, light lavender, light yellows, light blues. You're really starting to transition into that stuff and maybe some reds and pinks and things you know, for Valentine's Day. But it's really important and holiday is perfectly placed with that time frame being sort of near the end of November for those you know big shopping days to lead you right into hopefully being somewhat sold down for December. You know, December is a big month. Don't get me wrong. You're going to be making money in December, but during December, I need you to keep an eye on your inventory levels. What do you have? How much do you have? Are you selling through it quickly? And just don't get too heavy in December because after Christmas, you're going to be sick of looking at that stuff. Okay. And no one's really going to be excited to buy it. So make sure that you uh, give yourself space to do that. And I think running some killer events and sales and special offers during that time frame is going to really help you transition smoothly into uh, the spring time frame. So just know December's it's kind of quick, especially if you are in an online boutique world, you know, you really can't go past December 10th, 12th, 15th. You know, every year it runs a little bit differently, but you know, you want to give yourself 7 to 10 days before Christmas to sort of stop taking orders, you know, or have a contingency plan to say, we can't guarantee this will get here for Christmas because you can't guarantee it unless you do, you know, unless you do something that's overnight or two day, things like that. Right. But for most boutiques, I say sometime around that December 15th mark, you know, you really want to start letting customers know like there is a cutoff. You can also look at USPS and FedEx websites and get all the updated shipping information on their websites about what they're predicting for Christmas. So those are really um, important for you to keep up with if you are in a situation where you're shipping goods that you know you think will need to be there for 
December 25th. So hopefully these tips have given you some ideas. Remember I said at the beginning, we do have a really deep dive inside the Boutique Elite Academy membership about holiday marketing and the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that jazz. I go a lot deeper into explaining things you can do and answering people's questions. It was a series I did a couple years ago. And you know, honestly, all that information is quite timeless. So if you're interested, head to Boutique Membership all one word.com. And if the doors are open, the doors are open. If they're not, they will be soon to sign up for that wait list. And I hope this helps you. I hope you start to prep. I hope you start to get ready. You know, holiday is and can be a big time. And sometimes it's not, you know, but I think if there's any time to start a boutique or ramp up or get going, holiday is where it's at. So enjoy. Let us know as always, if you have any questions, concerns, if things that have been helping you. We'd love to hear your story. You can always send us an email at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. I hope that you've learned something today that you'll implement tomorrow. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.